evening, you guys. I am back for another episode of Let's Talk About It. And tonight, I'm joined by a very special person. Hey, y'all. My name is Vanessa DeChust, formerly known by Vanessa Gallette, for all my Muck City people, um, and my classmate, class of 2011, yes. Vanessa Gallette. But, um, yeah, I'm from Bell Glade. <laughs> and can you tell the people, because I'm being honest, I think after you talk, people are going to want to follow you. <laughs> so I think you should tell them how to find you. Okay. Like You can find me on Facebook, Vanessa DeJust, um, Instagram, Vanessa DeJust, Twitter, Vanessa Gallette. Just is all on there. Um, I only have three social media accounts, so you definitely follow me. Okay. <laughs> she already have the tissues out here, y'all. We <laughs> okay. So tonight we're talking about forgiveness. Why do I want to cry already? <laughs> Jasmine, I just saw you like. It's been a minute. It's it's it's, it's been a journey. You know why? Because I'm proud of you. Though. Thank you. So okay, okay, wait. Let's get into it. Cause I'm about to cry. I'm a I'm a cry baby. So, <laughs> so what made you want to pick this topic? I think um, this is one of the topics that is very taboo in our black community. Um, it's something that we want, but we don't really want. Um, a lot of us we speak about different things that happen to us and we're not we have this big ego and big this this thing called pride and being able to go through the whole process of forgiveness for me was so big that I was like wow God is just so powerful and so amazing like I never expected the Belglade, that ratchet, that Haitian girl that used to love to fight Vanessa to ever be like the person that I am today. So it was, it was just amazing. And yeah, that's the reason why I picked this topic. <laughs> okay, so although this isn't one of the questions, tell people who you are now. And okay, wait, do you want to speak on having to forgive someone? And then would you like to transition into who you were then and who you are now? Or would you yeah. Like to, okay, yeah. so the first question is like, discuss a time that you really had to forgive someone, like a situation that you really had to. So the biggest one in my life was my past relationship. And as a disclaimer, um, there are certain things that I'm going to speak about. It's not to bash anyone or to use this content as a, a, a ammo or degrade right. anybody. It's basically I'm telling my truth, but to actually so you guys can understand where I'm coming from when it comes down to forgiveness. Um, before I got married, I was in a past relationship for about four or five years. Um, I know a lot of you guys know back from when I was in high school up to my freshman year of college. Um, it was a point of time where it was very, um, it was it was loving. It was, it was something that I call that puppy love. You know, when you're in high school, you think, okay, this is the person I'm going to marry. I'm going to ride or die. This is this is it for me. You rode or die. You <laughs> a ride Like, I'm going to ride or die. This yeah. one is the one for me. I'm going to take this one. This one, is gonna, he's going to marry me, and then this is what it's going to be. But at the at that time, I had that young mentality. I um, didn't really know the value and the worth of myself. Mm-hmm. So I allowed certain things to happen that made me who I am today kind of thing. Um, one of those things was it was a lot of hurt. So I was in a relationship. Um, the guy that I was in a relationship with, I don't know if he was in a relationship with other people. I'm just going to say he was in a relationship with other people because it was one of those incidents where 
I started to check the other women and go in the inboxes and and, and going to how I'm talking about I was stalking houses, Instagram, what? Facebook. Yeah, I, I was doing it all. <laughs> I was doing it all, Jasmine. But the, but the thing is, that was because I was so dependent. When you're dependent for love for somebody mm-hmm. and you have that void, you want that person, that person only. You don't care if he's your husband. You don't care what he is for you. That, love that, that how I love Exactly. You. So that means I became crazy. I kind of felt like, you know, I became crazy. So me being 19, 18-year-old, moving to a whole new town of Orlando where I reside now, um, I was desperate. I was desperate. I was hurt. There was a lot of hurt. It was a lot of anger um, until I I went into a mental facility. That's something nobody knew about. What? Me. Yeah, yeah. I the relate the, re- the relationship led me to the uh, me being um, Baker Act into a mental facility. Like I, Jasmine, I lost my soul. I felt like I was dead, and all I had was Why like you never told body me this? because <laughs> I now was, you just I, I need told a you. I need, um... I told you I was saving this for tonight. I have never spoke on this since it happened back in the days and everything like that. I was, um, I was very, very, very suicidal. Um, like I said, I was Baker at into, um, Aspire Health Orlando, which is, um, Orlando um, people, my followers are watching, know. And when I went in there, I was in a crazy home. And I was in my cell, and there was a woman who was in my cell with me. And I was, that was that moment I have never spoken to God for a whole year. Never. And when I was in that cell, I said, God, I just lost my, my, my apartment. All my clothes are gone. I can't go back to the hood because my mama is going to like, she's really going to hate me. Like, how could you leave Belgley with another man for you to end up like this? Valencia had already kicked me out, so my little financial aid checks wasn't rolling in no more. <laughs> I didn't have a job. I lost my job, and at that time, I was um, dependent on hydrocodone, which is a pill, to just, like, be steady and whatever like that. And I'm stressed out because now I done lost my man. This is somebody that I love. So I don't have any of that. And then on top of all of that, I'm on Facebook getting bullied, by the same people from my hood about a man that I fell in love with, which I felt like it wasn't my fault, you know? But all of that to say, when I sat in that cell and I told you, I said, God, when I get out, I'm going to change. I don't care what you throw at me. Now, you didn't tell me When when I told you, I said, when I get out, you had to pass the evaluation. And I remember Rodimich, she called me. I was, because you had calling times. So my auntie, my uncle, was the only two people that ever came and visit me. And Rodimich was the only person who ever called me while I was in a mental facility. So I was there, and I was like, when I get out. How long were you there? For about a week. I was there for a week, yeah, but my auntie, enough. But I was in there, hour. and when I tell you mental, like, mental health is so real, because I saw what it is, people who were schizophrenic, people who was bipolar depression, people who was really ill in the same facility as me, I was like, man, 
this is crazy. One lady, she was like, hey, shorty, come braid my hair. I said, mm-mm, I got to go. I got to go. But the huh. thing was, they said it's go ahead. Is it okay now? Oh, stop doing, maybe when you do this. Oh, okay. Is it better, you guys? Can't mess up this live. (laughs) Hold on, I think it is. Look at yours, is yours frozen? It is going, he is. Is glitching. Is it good now? Yeah, I think that's the internet. I'm sorry. I think that's the internet, y'all. It's glitching, y'all. I don't have that type of thing. Okay. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> Let us know now before before she before she can't. Sam was like, he can't. He can't hear the story. Huh? Hold on. I think. Is it good? Hold on, y'all. It's like it's working for me. Lord, we missing it. No, you aren't missing it. We stopped. We stopped. <laughs> so, I was there and I was watching But it looks like it's glitching for me. Right. I might just stop it and start over. I really don't want to do that, though. You can merge them. Okay, I see what he said. What about now? Jalisa was like, no. You want to stop and start over? Okay. It's frozen. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> okay. So let's stop. Keep that there. Vanessa. Okay, I'm You back? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm trying not to even ask you anything because That's the devil. <laughs> right. 
listeners, you guys bear with me. Yes. This has never happened before. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's the devil. Oh, we're back. I'm about to fall you down. Okay. Okay. All right. Round two. Hold on. <laughs> Let's make sure. Can you guys hear us? Yes. How do we know? We need. <laughs> I can't hear. Okay. Yes, I can. You can? Okay. Okay, I'm going to give y'all a minute to come back. <laughs> okay. I don't know what happened. That was the devil, yeah. I have no clue what happened. Um, that's never happened before. <laughs> oh, now you can say can't hear. I can't hear. I can't hear. If you guys can't hear us, let us know. I'm going to shut my eyes. Please start your true story over. (laughs) Okay. Okay. It's up. Now you can say it's up. Hold on. Oh. What about you now? You are a little low. But what about I now, you guys? Hear. I'm going to move the mic up. Can y'all hear? Stephanie, say yes. Oh. Gave a thumbs up. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Good. (laughs) Okay. Now we're back, (laughs) y'all. Okay. So let me just fill you guys in. 
Vanessa was talking about, we were talking about the power of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And, um, we were talking about the power of forgiveness. It's time to say start over. Uh, <laughs> hey, so, cousin. <laughs> we were talking about the power of forgiveness, and Vanessa was, she just blowed me, y'all. He so, asked her a question. I was giving an answer. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> I was not expecting this. Okay, so Vanessa was talking about a time that she was in love, and right, she ended up losing her mind. Right. Um, you can go. <laughs> so basically, I was explaining that um, the situation what made me really forgive in my life the first experience I ever encountered. Um, basically, when I was in my past relationship, and like I said, this is a disclaimer. I'm not downgrade I'm just giving the uncut truth um I was going through a lot of back and forth a lot of um betrayal a lot of hurt a lot of abuse a lot of different things and um at that time I still remember that I sent a um suicidal text message to my cousin uh Stephanie who's actually on the live um and my aunt and they took it they took it seriously and when the when all the officers came and they busted every window, uh, every door in my house. So they busted the, the front door, the, the room door, the bathroom door, and found me in the closet door. With I had already had all half of the, all my bottle of medication already gone and all my water. All of this over be, of uh, a man because I was cheated on and, and he had another baby on the way. Uh, with another woman and all of these things going on. But for me, it was like, Vanessa, you don't love yourself. Like, it was was something selfish because I had family who loved me. I had my mom who loved me. I had so much people that I was putting through pain because I just wanted to be with one person because I wanted that one void filled. See what I'm saying? So it went from that to me being led to a mental facility. And like I said, when I sat, um, when I sat in the cell and I said, God, I ain't speak to you in like a year, but if you can hear me, give me one more chance. When I get out, I promise you, this whole thing is going to flip for me. Just give me like, just let me get out. Yeah. So it went from there to, um, I got out and they, they removed me from the Orlando area, so I wasn't even living in Orlando anymore. I was living in Sanford because I had to stay with a, a relative, a close relative, because of a, I was on suicide watch for at least six months. That was part of my treatment plan. Um, and I just became really depressed until um, Rodimich one day told me, she was like, uh, you should move to the east side of Orlando. Just come with me. Come stay with me. And I, this is where I'm going to get to when it comes to friends and forgiveness. So I moved to the east side. And remember, I had already how dropped did, out. How did you feel? Like I felt like I was dead. Like I had no soul. I was just a flesh. I was just a corpse walking. Like It was just a human body for me. All the friends that I had, I wasn't texting them back. I wasn't... Um, I wasn't friends. I wasn't returning people calls. I was. I just wanted to be out, out of like I was ready to be dead. Put me in my casket. I'm ready to roll over. Like my whole life was over because I have, I gave my soul, my everything that I ever worked hard for to a human mm. being. You see what I'm saying? And it got to a point where 
I was so focused on him, I forgot about God. You know? Ooh. That's how deep it was. I forgot about the man who put me on this earth. I forgot about the, my family, my mother, my father, my friends, the people who cared about me. I didn't care about no advice. I didn't care about no nothing nobody ever said to me. didn't matter. Like, if I didn't have him, everybody could screw it. Everybody. Everybody can just go to hell. Excuse me. But that's just how I felt at that moment. You know? Um, so when it went to that, I was like, okay, I went six months in depression. I would never go outside. And I closed the window. I would never go outside. So, yeah, which never How go outside. Old you, Vanessa? I could say I was 19. I was 18, 19. 19. Um, I was 19 years old. So I, now I'm living uh, in Sanford and... One day, I don't know why, but Rodimich was like, girl, just get out the house. I need you to get out the house. I need you to do something just because I had, I'm, I'm in a six-month treatment plan at my aunt's house now because I was living in Sanford. And she was like, just leave, just leave, just come, come to the east side, just come. I said, girl, I'm not in school. I don't know. Financial aid done took all my money. I can't go back. I have this whole debt. As you know, if you don't use your money in financial aid, they take it. So I was like, I can't go to school. I don't have a job. What, what, what am I going to do? Sleep, just sleep on your couch. So I said, okay, I'm going to give it a chance. So I moved back to Orlando, and my aunt was like, well, if you leave, you leave. You know you can always come back, but if you leave, you leave. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a chance. Went, and um, I moved over to um, Rodimich Place for a while, and I was trying to get my life back together. That's how I ended up in the medical field. I never intended to go into the medical field, mm -hmm. but I needed something quick, something fast. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go to school for MA. It's eight months, get it in, get it out, get a good job. That's the least I can do. Went went to school every morning, 6 a.m. And I was like, girl, I'm going to make you proud. Because, you know, I'm at my lowest. And I had this pride because I was always independent, did everything by myself. I don't need no help. I don't need nobody helping me. Anytime I felt like somebody was helping me, I was like, uh-uh, I can do it on my own. I had to learn to put my ego down and let my friend help me in the time that I was vulnerable. You know, I had to be like, you know, that's Vanessa, hard. and that's hard. That was so hard for me to do. But I was like, nah, man, like, you can't help me. But I was like, okay, I'm going to let you help me. And I felt like I owed her every little thing. I was like, here, you, you want some money? You want some, you want some food? Because I felt like, just relax, Vanessa. She was like, Vanessa, relax. Take care of yourself. You know, and sometimes you don't realize that we have true friends in our corner. And, and we, we, we put this pride, we put this facade up for so long. So... It went from that for me to get my medical assistant. Then I found a job. Then, it, you know, everything was going well to, um, and I'm still recovering from everything I'm going on. Right. Because at this time, this individual is, like, not in my presence right now. But I'm going to tell you what the story bounced back, and it, everything comes to, come to um, play. So we get, while we living together, we, get, we had this big, like, argument thing that happened in, um, between us. And the same friend that brought me in, we had this disagreement, and I stopped talking to her for a whole year. The one that you moved in with? Yes, for a whole year. Has passed. Okay. So now I'm like, okay, well, now the same person who brought me in here who's giving me a chance, now I'm not even talking to her. Okay, now i got to revert back. So now I meet my husband. This is the point now. I'm meeting my husband. Hey, husband over husband here. Over here. <laughs> now I'm meeting my husband. And um, I meet him. And it's like life started over for me. 
And I'm going to tell you why. Um, I didn't need him to find happiness for me. We was friends first, and he pushed me to love myself. And when I started to love myself, then we became into a relationship. But until I started, if I didn't start loving myself, that was going to never work. So I had to love myself before because I wasn't going to bring no baggage into a new relationship, and I was already broken. And he told me, I can wait for you. Wow. You know, I can't wait for you. So now I'm like, okay, well, this guy, he don't argue back at me. And, you know, I like to argue. I'm coming from a toxic relationship and being toxic. So now I'm trying to find (laughs) fights for no reason. So now um, I started going back to church. I gave my life to Christ. And I just started seeing these things change about me. Until it was time for us to get married. So he proposed to me, and, you know, I'm excited. I'm like, look, my cousin just about to get married. I'm about to get married. 2020, 2017, about to be lit. We finna have this wedding. Then my husband sat me down. And I was like, what? You want to talk about the budget? You want to talk about this wedding? What we finna do? He say, until you forgive those that hurt you, we're not getting married. Whoa! What? Talking about the power of forgiveness, right? That- <laughs> <laughs> oh, until, I'm going to repeat that. Until you forgive those that hurt you, we're not getting married. What? You, you mean to tell me you just proposed to me in front of 400 people? <laughs> and I'm, trying to, and I'm now I'm trying to get married. you telling me I got to go forgive somebody. At this point, I hate. And I don't use that word. But because of the, the what I've been through, I got to a point where I hate it. You know, that's the strong word. That's a hard word. And and um I I was like, well, I guess we ain't getting married then, because I don't think I'm gonna forgive. You crazy. <laughs> Can like, I tell you something? That was my thought when you said Oh yeah, I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I ain't going down no aisle. I, I guess the wedding though everything is over because um there's no way I think I could forgive. And at that time, we got my friend, who I'm still not talking to. This is over a year. And the, and the man I, th- you know, I once loved and gave up everything for, you tell me I got to go forgive him? You crazy. So now How I'm like, How you did and I'm going to tell you the power of forgiveness. So now I'm like, okay, I really want this man in my life. So the first person I gotta go hit up, I gotta do Your the friend, friend first. <laughs> go do the easy one first. <laughs> I gotta do the easy one first. So I call her up, girl. When I tell you, pride, Jesus. I'm like, hello. I'm like, oh my god, she gonna be like, hey, heck no, I ain't gonna forget, you know, whatever. So I reached out to her and I was like, hey, can we meet to to talk, right? And then um, we met. We talked, she talked. It was just such a big misunderstanding. And that's the thing about communication. Sometimes we just assume things and we just run with it without being adults and actually sitting down, having that space to understand each other and be okay with someone else expressing themselves. So we actually sat down and we spoke. And I was like, dang, I wasted a whole year and a half not talking to you. And you was my dog. You was the reason why I had a second chance at a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And and I let time, I let ignorance, I let pride, I let ego get in the way of that. And I forgive you. You know, I, I, like that hurt, I, let, I had to let it go. 
Because forgiveness is something that is not for that person, but for yourself. It's for yourself. And when that, when I got that moment to sit down with her, when I tell you, just my whole body just lifted and shifted, and I was like, "Girl, you know your wedding invitation is right here." Like, <laughs> well, like we back to norm. And then it was like, why? At that moment, it was just so much anger, so much pain, and being able to forgive. And let go, that that was so hard for me. And, you know, I was proud of myself I did that, but I wasn't done. I wasn't done. So now I got to go do the big one. So wedding coming up, I got six months. Mind <laughs> you, it took a whole year. This conversation happened a year prior. I'm at six-month mark. I'm like, Lord, I'm not ready to forgive. Like, do you understand what I went through? Why do I have to forgive? I don't want to do that. And every day, I would just pray. I was like, Lord, just please, just please, just allow me to, allow me just to forgive him. And three days before my wedding, six months now, three days before my wedding, I, I put myself in a closet. And I said, I cannot walk down this aisle without forgiving this man. And I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried. Lord, I cried for 40 days and 40 nights. Like, I cried so much because I was like, I had to, like, let it go. And I was like, this is not for him. This is for me. You know, no more pain. No more of, you know, any of that stuff. So just let go. And, you know, when I felt like everything lifted and shifted, when I walk in that aisle, right before they opened the doors, I was like, I forgive you. And it just, my shoulders, like the weight was off of my shoulders. And I was like, I'm walking into a new light mm. to go receive my husband, to receive me brand new. I felt brand new. I felt like I, a brand new baby that was just born and delivered. And it, it felt awesome. It felt so good. Like, it felt so amazing to be able to to look at the person and not have the urge to um to to want to kill and want to you know just kill kill uh, yeah. beat somebody and the thing about it was is is the fact that I can look at him now I can laugh with him now I can smile with him someone who wants harm me and hurt me and tore tore me down I can sit in the room and still smile and carry a conversation right now you know, and for me to be like, I, I, I still love this person as a person and I'm happy for him. And, 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 you know, everything is just genuine and beautiful, you know, but God allowed me to go through that, the whole process of forgiveness to even go through that. But it didn't even stop there. I go to Belgrade a year, probably two years later. Um, I have yet to see him cause I don't forgave, but I haven't saw the person I forgave. Um, Akino was having a block party. Love Shout out to Kino. Kino. <laughs> Kino was having a block party, and um, I saw him, and I got sick. Like butterflies. Um, I need to puke. Everything. I was like, I thought I forget. You know, everything Trauma was over. Is real. So Trauma real. Is real. Because it was different. Because with my friend, I was able to sit down physically, and you know. Hash it out. I had to do this behind closed doors. So now I'm forgiving behind the person. Because remember, with forgiveness, you know, it's not it's for you, not for the person. But now I saw him, and I um, I I automatically got sick. 
I did not leave. When I came home, I looked at my husband. I said, do I look sick? He said, yeah, you look sick. You're sick. Like, you, I have to throw up. And I called one of my neighbors, and I said, give him a call. Tell him I need to speak to him. Like, I need to speak to him today. And then she was like, okay. So when I called him, I said, I'm calling you because, with all due respect, because, you know, sometimes these, you know, girlfriends and stuff be out of line. And I was like, I respect you and your relationship, and that's the thing. I respect people. So I was I respect you and your relationship and everything, but I just want to talk to you because I feel like I need closure. I went through the forgiveness phase, but I feel like I need closure. I said, why me? I asked him, I said, why me? I said, why did we have to go through what we, we went through at such a young age? And you know what he said to me? He said, I didn't want to be with you no more, but I didn't want to hurt you. And that takes a lot. That takes a lot for a man to, he said, I didn't want to be with you anymore. I, 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 um... But I didn't want to hurt you because I knew we moved away together. We did everything together. But at that point, I didn't want to be with you anymore. And sometimes us women, we it's hard for us to hear those, those neglects and be like, okay, this person don't want to move with you. And the thing is, we fail to realize that men have trauma and feelings too. Sometimes it's not about us because back then I wasn't with it. Like, you're going to be with me. What you talking about? <laughs> you're going to be with me. Yes. You gonna, I'm going to pop up. What do you mean? I'm gonna, but at that time, you know, that wasn't his intentions. He, wasn't, he was ready to let go of me and our love, but I wasn't ready. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And I said, well, why, do you, why didn't you just leave me? Because you weren't open to it. I wasn't open to that. I was not open to that. So, um, I was like, you know what? I said, I thank you so much for giving me closure and um, being able to figure. And I felt so good, Jasmine. Ooh, I felt so I have good. A <laughs> Do you always have to have closure? Ooh. No, <laughs> you don't. But like I said, trauma that it comes with trauma. So me being that I never got closure, but when I appeared in front of that person, trauma happened. Like, it was kind of like a PTSD. Then, you know, I, I got into that side effect of, you no, know, now I'm sick, now I'm this, now I'm that. But you know what the great thing is? When two adults are able to sit down and actually have different that conversation. Outcome. That's different a whole different outcome. outcome. Whole different outcome. But you have, we have to be ready to stomach whatever oh, yeah. it is uh-huh. we're asking. Sometimes we ask them questions and we think uh-huh. we know the <laughs> And be able to. And then it was crazy because I needed service. And then um, I said, okay, can you can you service my car? Here come my husband. Everybody freaking out. Oh, my God. You know, your ex and your husband in the same place. My parents freaking out. Friends. I said, what's your problem? I said, y'all ain't never seen two human together before? I said, we all grown. The thing is, when you're a real woman and you're a real man, you're able to have a real conversation and you have a real understanding that this man that I love and this man that I once loved, they're still going to be dear to my heart because although I went through a lot with him, he taught me so much for this one. You know, I became the strong woman that I am. I'm not that petty. I'm more understanding because I was able to have a journey that he taught me. And even when I went through so much, he never let me down on my education. 
He said, no matter what we go through, I need you to continue to school. When I graduated nursing school, he texted me, congratulations. I said, you know what? If it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't even finish getting to that far. So it's not all about bashing because we're going to go through some good things and some bad things. But overall, this man instilled so much in me to prepare me to be the wife for this man. <laughs> to be the wife for this man. So it ain't all bad. Hold on, wait, wait. <laughs> What a journey. <laughs> I'm 27 now, so this all started very young. Um, and, you know, the thing, like I said, about forgiveness is when you in a position to receive, like, you have to be willing to do that. And if you're not ready for that, you're never going to be you know okay. Why? I you know? you so much is because I'm battling with that. Mm-hmm. And it is hard. It's hard. You know why? Because you can have the purest love for people. Yeah. What friendships, relationships, what a family. Yeah. And when people hurt you, it's it's uh, it's. I tell them it's worse than a knife being cut down through the middle of your heart. Like you feel you feel like you no longer existing. Like it's it's so deep. And I, I can say this. I'll be honest because mm-hmm. I can't expect you to come on here and be honest. Right. I have people that wronged me so bad when Tim died. Mm-hmm. I I could never look at him the same. Because yeah. I feel like you got me at my most vulnerable, vulnerable moment. Vulnerable moment. The yeah. most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And God working on me. He, yes, he, he is. working on me. He, Just continue to pray good. Because the power of the Lord. Man, that man there. Wow. Jasmine, that man there. You. You started to shout these prayers, get deeper. You know when they say these some songs remind you of prayers that you, that take, take you, you there, that take you back through your toughest moment. It's so tough because yeah. you know what killed me was when I was going through that. I sat on my couch one day and I was and and, and Rodimich was sitting right in front of me, and I watched how the city that I love posts a photo about me. And drug me through the mud, and one and and these same people are on Facebook now saying congratulations, wishing me dead, wish me dead. I was so torn, and I was like, all this over a man. <sighs> wow. And to sit here today and be like, you know, you, it's different. God bring that thing full circle. Oh. I, I I never expected to ever be here. I expected my death. I expected to be gone long time ago. Um, April 9th, 2014, 2013 was my last day on earth. Like, it was real. Like, I had my day, everything said, like, I couldn't do it no more. As a young person, we, we, we bully each other. We we go through all of this, and it's it's not simple, but we got to start thinking about other people's feelings and putting yourself in their shoes and the amount of hurt the world tear us down already. Like, the world is evil already. And you know what? I'm 
I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to say this. I don't think people understand how hard it is to build yourself back up after mm-hmm. somebody has broken you. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think people understand. It. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think we understand the power of our words and the power of our actions when we do things. Like you giving me hell that I can't even withstand right now. <laughs> like, you, like life is gonna bring you hell. It is. But damn, we supposed to be cool. Why are you doing it to me? And you know what's crazy? It's never the people on the outside. It's always the people around you. It's always the people around they you. They come in different forms. They come in different forms. When God, they say when the Lord, when the devil tried to attack and, it, and he cannot get to you, he started attacking the people around you. And that is so true. Because we we live in a world where I can't be next to you. And see you succeed. And, like, I don't have to strength myself to make you feel comfortable at all. But one thing I'm going to say, Jasmine, though, is it takes time. And you're going to get to a point where you're going to be able to forgive those that hurt you. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a process. You got to let allow yourself to go through each and every emotion. Mm-hmm. And before you can get to that phase where you're like, okay, I forgive and I'm able to do that. And don't ever feel like, oh, my God, I'm supposed to be forgiven. It's supposed to happen now. No, it took me three, four years to get to that point for just one person, you know. So it takes time, but allow yourself to go through each and every emotion and don't feel like, you have enough pride or even that person to they feel like oh their ego is too big to actually sit down and speak with that person because sometimes that person may want to reach out to you but they are afraid of rejection yeah. they don't know how yeah. you're gonna handle it oh no now you want to talk to me and then nowadays everybody runs to social media so it's that oh so and so try to come for me oh i don't need that bad vibe that bad energy you're right you don't need bad energy but at the same time you have to be an adult have to be an adult and um i can't commend you more like i said i love what you're doing <laughs> it takes a lot but i i can tell you it took the right amount of love like i love myself so much now than i did then to the point if my husband leaves me i'm content i'm okay mm-hmm. the for the memories May go, you know, and I may be hurt from that, but I love me so much that I will stand tall, and I'm like, I know I'm that chick. I know I'm that boss, so I'm able to do what, you know, continue my life and move on past that. But it's it's amazing, y'all, the power of forgiveness, the power of forgiveness. So, see, Rodman say you can do it, Jasmine. Now, I have some of them, you know. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Um, Y'all have any questions? Because the questions I had, you pretty much. I had to go give, like, the full rundown because my life, it's like now I'm a Sometimes I feel like I'm a target, sometimes I'm not, but I know the God that works through me, the God that we serve, will not let me down. And I'm not going to go down that that hill again because sometimes I catch myself. I have to catch myself and be like, okay, um, Vanessa, you need to do what's best for you. You cannot let um, someone control your emotions, your feelings. For example, uh, my boss once gave me the key and was like, you see this key? Okay, would you give somebody your key to your house, to your car? 
take off? No. That's just like giving somebody else the key to control your feelings mm-hmm. um, and do that. So, I mean, you got this, Jazz. We going to get through this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and all yeah. the viewers and listeners out there, um, the power of forgiveness is so real. Um, you guys just have to make time to even go into that space because that's a real devastating pace because when you open that, door it comes with hurt it comes with trauma it comes with ptsd it comes with a lot so um you you have you you have to like if you got to be ready to fight that fight i'll be ready well you spoke about all that now you know you got us crying so tell, tell <laughs> us the sorry. good thing now. tell <laughs> us the you know the other side of forgiveness what it's doing in your life okay so being able to forgive now that I have come past that, I'm able to, my love has grown stronger. My love for people has grown stronger. My love for my family, my friends have gone, have grown so strong that um, I just, everything I want to, I just want to hug them and kiss them all the time. Like, it's because have I have so much joy. I have gained so much joy. It's, it's, it's not, it's crazy. Like, and then the hate, the feeling of hate, for example, if somebody wants to, like, argue with me and stuff like that, it takes a lot to get me there because now I'm more humble than before. Back then I was a hothead. And in Creole, they'll call, they'll call it, like, um, on cock. Cock is like a chicken who loves to fight and just, you know, everywhere and just had so much anger. Now I'm more peaceful because I'm able to forgive because I went through all of that. I have so much. I just want to do much. I just want to care for people, love on people. And then that's what, that's the joy. That's why I'm always smiling. I could be going through something you probably ain't going to know, you know. But at the end of the day, I am able to deal with my emotions. I'm able to deal with everything. And mental health is so, so, so important. Make time. I make time now for myself, mm-hmm. self-care. I make time for all of that now. So it's, it's you know, it's very important um, because I was able to, you know, go through the whole process of forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, there's a lot of talking under the line. I didn't notice. Uh, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love when I can bring people on here and I really don't have to say much. <laughs> I, I uh, go. You got a you got a special guest. Hello. Hello. Look at that one over here. Oh. Hold on, y'all. I'll let you guys on. get a, a a couple minutes you with with Mr. Anslin. So wait, come over here. Yeah, he led you to forgive yourself. So yes. Right. Grab this chair. Yeah. Or you want to sit? You can sit in my seat. No, he pull up. Yeah, but you can pull up the pull up the chair. But you're going to have to scoot over with me so yeah. I can get the mic. Okay, so I'm going to go a little bit in the middle. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't want to shake nothing. Vanessa, sorry, guys. Give me a help. Here, you can have this one. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. Okay. All right. I'm moving over. 
Shout out to all the Orlando people on the live, guys. They are lit tonight. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay, that's good. There you go. All right. Got to scoot over a little bit more. I so love this, y'all. <laughs> Hi, guys. This is my husband, Anslin. Here, oh. you might need this. He like, he's so go. humble. He's so, like, <laughs> relax. Even the first time I met him, he was so, like, relax. Right. So, I have a question. This How is nice. It's nice? I'm sorry. It's like I can hear my voice. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, so, how do you feel about you? How do like have you always been so humble, so forgiving? Um, I don't see myself as humble. I'm just a nonchalant person. I guess I get that from my dad. Um, my dad's side. My mom is the one who's more, like, aggressive, and <laughs> she's a little more rough. So if you know my mom, um, you know what I'm talking about. But I get my nonchalant personality from my dad. Um, so, I mean, that's just how I am. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> so what made you tell her we're not getting married until you well, I'm not sure if I said all of that, but I know that I expressed to her that I really needed her to forgive a lot of people that hurt her because of how it's affecting her. Because a lot of us don't realize that um, the emotions that we have inside, especially when we don't forgive somebody, how much it um, plays in how we treat other people, including ourselves. So really, when she's forgiving these other people that hurt her in the past, it's not really for, for that person because that person is living their own life. Meanwhile, you're beating yourself up. Uh, whenever you're around that person, you kind of like tense up or you just change, your mood changes. Mm -hmm. Or like you can't really be yourself, right? So really it's it's not for the person to forgive you it's really for you to forgive that person and you just have that closure so that that way you can you know go about your way now if you decide to still be friends with that person that's that's fine it's not a must but just having that that closure with that person Is and just yeah go ahead that's fine <laughs> But yeah, just having that closure with that person is um it's really important to have uh so that you can grow. That's just why I see it. I guess we'll just wait until she comes back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, how about we do this? Let's 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 look at some of the questions on the live. Nope, forgive does not mean reconnection. Yes, Tony does not mean reconnection. Yes. <laughs> Y'all, I think he, I like, I, I, look, last week I was like, I like Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> I like him. How did y'all meet? I thought that no, question we, was coming. <laughs> we get a question all the time. <laughs> it's like, like fire and nice. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, yeah, but y'all are the balance. The 
I mean, yeah, I guess she's she seen me mad before, but you know, that's not it's not something that I just happens. I like, when he got mad, Vanessa. I was, <laughs> I was scared. I was so scared. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we met at um at, at the University of Central Florida. Yeah, we met at, at UCF at a GBM. Yeah, um, at a um, we were having a welcome back for the fall. Was that? 2015 or 2014 mm-hmm. but I was treasurer at the time and I um I kind of like um asked him for change for him to give me my three dollars back and I was kind of like Ooh, no that like, was further down the can line you, can you give me my three dollars yeah. that's back, a different sir. time that's and he was the, that like, wasn't the very first time we met but that was that was a different time I'm gonna shut up yeah. Well, you should have said what he thought about me when he first met me. <laughs> so now you answer the questions now. Oh, all right, cut. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I first when I first met her, it was just her uh, her personality. Like anybody who meets Vanessa, whether you've spoken to her or not, like once she walks into a room, she just has like a presence. Like, she doesn't even have to say hello to you or anything. It's just she makes you feel welcome. And that kind of, like, attracted me to her, you know? And that's, we started talking, and she started getting involved. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I don't we know got, why she was. <laughs> we got people on the line now. <laughs> Let's answer the questions. <laughs> and you know what? You know how some people be like, they don't like Belle Glade and stuff? He loves I and do. He's not from there. I like the country. Well, I love. I'm well. I'm I'm from the city. I'm from Miami. Oh, the I'm like it's not the, okay. He loves. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. I did like. You like the hood. I mean, yeah. Okay. If you wanna. Talk about it, yeah. <laughs> okay, you like I, the bougie. I like the like you know the sugar cane and you can plant your own garden. I like that. You Even though I like the city because I'm from the city, born and raised in Miami. I like having my own property, being able to grow my own plants. I like that. He, and you know what he, you know what he did one day we was coming to Bill Glade, <laughs> He made me cry because he was I'm, talking about Bill Glade. And I'm gonna tell you what he said. We were driving for a very long time. He up. And then he gonna say, "Where the city?" <laughs> and it I was, was and I, I was crying. I was like. What? We just rolled through it. Like, it's, I was like, it's coming up. Like, he, I didn't. And then he was like, he saw the people in the um. He never saw like migrant workers in the. He's like, that's nope. modern day slavery. Mind you, we. I didn't mean it like that. I know. I'm telling the people what you meant. He was like, that's modern day slavery. Mind you, my mama worked. So this my is what, mama this worked is, in a migrant is, form for so many years, but he was new to this. He's not yeah, it was it was my very first time coming. She's like, you know, I'm from Belgium. I'm from Belgium. In my mind, when you're telling me that you're from a city, I'm thinking about a city like Miami. Like, you know, that's what I'm used to. That's where I'm from. Um, I don't even think Gainesville is like like <laughs> Belgium. But like to get there, no, I'm not trying to throw you out of the bus. Now we get off the turnpike. I think we got a turnpike. No. Uh, yeah, we got a turnpike. I forgot what road that was, and we're driving. He's like, where the city like, at? We're, we're just driving. I see all this sugar cane. I'm like, that's a lot of sugar cane. 
And we just driving like 15 minutes go by. Hey, no city. 25 minutes. I'm like, what a city. <laughs> and it's just, you know, one road going up, one road going down. I'm like, are we going to. Yeah, it was coming the, the Palm Beach way. So in my mind, I'm like, are we going to get there? And then like, I think like 35 minutes passed by. And out of nowhere, like, boom, it's like buildings. I'm like, what? This place is just here. And so when she was explaining, I mean, as I as she started explaining it to me, I was like, okay, it makes sense why it's pretty much a, a, a city built on agriculture. The sugar cane, that's where our sugar come from. And a lot of people don't know that. So. Don't start. But I mean, I I I love the city. You know, uh, well, the parts that I've seen, I don't know what other. So parts. he haven't been like mid to yeah. late town. So oh, I, I okay. plan on showing him that. Yeah, but and she's you know, she's shown me a couple that, places, that place yeah. So her mom has like a bunch of stuff in back of her yeah, her yard, like you know. Plantings and sugar cane. She plant all kind of stuff. Own, I'm like, okay. Everybody in the project own their house. They just don't. The people who own the project just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. They yeah. make the project their own house. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Y'all got property. Yeah. Don't even know y'all got property. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of. And she knows. I love land. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that um, yeah. us as a people, exactly. us as black people, need to um, look into more. Is like owning. Your land because mm-hmm. you you have control, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and whoever c- controls your your land, you know, will control everything. Where you go to school, what you eat, mm-hmm. which is important in the black community because there's a lot of things that we eat and we shouldn't be eating right. because we don't own our own. So, right. but yeah, yeah. Back to forgiveness. We kind of like slid Sorry. away. Sorry, <laughs> we kind of slid you know, away. We talked about forgiveness. I was just talking to him. Yeah, oh, okay. I was trying to get to know him. No, yeah. I think I think y'all. Are, she's she's always spoken highly of you. Well, I don't know what she said to your face, but she's always spoken highly to me. Let me say that to me. I appreciate. She's always said you um you're a great guy, and you say you're like a great guy. Yes, it could be annoying sometimes, but you that I do want to say, like, forgiveness in marriage, because we have went through that as well. Um, see, people people think relationship in marriage, yeah, because you see two good people or great people, they have bubbly personality, they don't go through things in marriage, um, especially when I, I, I experienced my um, miscarriage back in 2017 after we got married. It was like, a very difficult time for both of us, so it was kind of like we was backtracking from our marriage um we it wasn't a blaming game or anything it was just like you know we we put so much on ourselves that to we didn't get a chance to like grieve and stuff like that so but for me I started blaming myself a lot so I was able to forgive myself from all of that and be able to you know put that not behind me but grieve because people don't realize when you're grieving it takes a lot and i know you could speak Mm -hmm. for that and that's what took me away when you first had your first let's talk about it i was like baby you spoke to my soul that day and you didn't even know it like when you grieving and 
sometimes we put stuff on ourselves that, you know, mm-hmm. we don't realize that's there. We put so much on ourselves. Um, but we was able to get through that. And I'm like, marriage is not easy. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's something that we both have to put in and, you know, and work out in different things. So even when it comes down to people who are in relationships and who are in marriage and when you, when someone hurts you, when you're in a relationship, to be able to sit down and talk about it and yeah. fix have what's broken, have a heart to heart. Sometimes I be like, okay, go past, go ahead. Like you yeah. can say every anything, and I can't come after you. That's that gold it, yeah, pass. I think that's hard. That's hard, but does it work? I mean, it wor- it's yeah, not a word it, now, it but before it was <laughs> because <laughs> I always know, had a comeback. The thing is, when somebody and we just had this talk, when somebody's expressing themselves to you, they're not. And it's somebody that you care about. What they're saying is not intentionally to hurt you. Right. That's just how they feel. Right. Now, whether you accept it or not, you know that's that's up to you. But this is how this person feels, and you need to you need to allow that person to express themselves. Right. Otherwise, they could just hide it and tell somebody else, and you'll mm-hmm. probably feel some type of way. Well, why did you go tell so and so that you can tell you me? Can't handle right. it. Right. Exactly. So if I feel like you can't handle it. Now I'm running off to either my mom, which is not good. You don't want your in-laws or your parents. You don't want your in-laws, your parents. You don't want your friends, especially if they're not married. Right. In everything. You know, there's a lot of things that, you know, you want to keep between you and your partner. partner. Mm -hmm. You don't have, not everything you need to go and say, hey, this is what's going on to um, your friends or even your parents. Right. I was looking at this thing. Said, um, it was some famous couple, and they were saying, How have you guys been married so long? They say, Because we forgive quickly, yeah, we don't hold things, things ag- yeah, because, because yeah. we could be mad all, all day, day. All and day. the whole day is gone, yeah, all day, all day, and it's a waste. You just yep. wasted a day, and you all know day. what? I realized when Tim died, I was like, Look at how many days I was mad at him, yeah, just with that. How many days, you know, even though you think about that after, yeah. right. I spent all day mad at him. Had I known he was going to die when he was 21, I would have right. never tried to, you get what I'm right. saying? Like right. things like that, what we put energy into, it's, right. not, it's not even worth it. You know, it's not even, it, worth, it's not it. even worth it. And that's why I was like, you know, I I know I get in my way sometimes and I be like, when I see like five, ten minutes, I say, okay, go ahead and sit down. I say, go card. It's your turn. Go ahead. Put it all out. And he be able to say how he feels. And I can take that in. He does. And that's why I said, I I don't know. I may have to go look back in some of your episodes. But but I need to know, like, when uh, when you do a show, like, with men. Because men hold a lot of weight. They have to care for us, care for the kids, care for work, be have all that pride, all these different things. Yeah, all of this. And even with my husband, he had to support me through all of that. And no men don't come to men and be like, yo, dog, how you feeling emotionally? We yeah, man. Men don't come to men like that. We had that discussion because we got um, our girls. We can lean on. Girl, we can talk, yeah. girl. What you going through? Everything. everything. But men yeah. don't have that. I remember I was taking mm-hmm. um a communications class, and she was explaining how um one of the um things that happened to men, married men, uh, when the wife dies, the man dies, dies faster. faster. Than if the woman died, um, than if the man was to die. Because once a man gets married, he doesn't really have, like, uh, uh, support, like, girlfriends. He doesn't have that. Right. The only person that he has 
in terms of like a, a female counterpart or like a female friend is his wife. Right. He doesn't have his mom. He doesn't have other female friends. The only person supporting him emotionally is the wife. That's it. Mm-hmm. Whereas oh, the, yeah. the woman, if the man dies, she still got her girlfriends. Yeah, she's going to live strong. She's going to live longer. And because when you a man right, with yeah. you, they let you see certain sides that right, right. nobody is going to ever see. Right. <laughs> and when he goes out to his boys, he's not going to, oh, man, this is what happened with my, my wife. He's not doing, we're not doing that. It hurt yeah. my feelings like, when. Yeah, we got to yeah. be hurt. <laughs> like, you know, we're going, like, our friends, our guy friends play a different part. They're not there to support us emotionally, that mm-hmm. soft part. That's not what the guys are there for. They're there to get my mind off of things, right? Mm-hmm. To have fun, just to feel myself, mm-hmm. right? To get away. But emotionally, we still might have that, you know, that hole. And we got to bear that on our own. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's missing within today's society. We don't. I mean, yeah, I don't have an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I need to yeah. get one. No, yeah. because that's a great topic. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like the mental health of our men. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. why a lot of women be like, oh, why men cheat? Why men? Sometimes men express they emotionally different than the, with the way we express ourselves. Mm-hmm. They'll go pass it on to other women, other women. Mm-hmm. It, it, it may not be intentionally, but they don't right. know how to come out and express themselves without being judged by their boys, you know, or being nagged on by their women at home, but they need to get it out. And half of us, especially black women, we're not trying to hear that. We're not trying to hear that. I need you to do my nails, do my hair, have great sex with me, make sure you spoil me and give me the somebody's son and Instagram picture. That's what we want. But we're not investing in our men and learning that they need that same love and that same help as well. Hey. Y'all know what? We should have did it. Now you got me like, this topic was a great one, but... <laughs> yeah, first of all, they came from Orlando right here. Late. Thank y'all. Oh, you're no, you're welcome. Thank y'all. Thank y'all you, Jasmine. Y'all didn't have to do that. I'm being honest. And this is, this is a nice, really nice setup. Man. No, it it's really like, is. It's a nice setup. Thank you. I mean, now I can actually you hear like what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because she always telling me, oh, you talk low, but now I can actually hear. <laughs> Like, okay, I need to speak up. <laughs> wow, I thank yeah. you. Guys. <laughs> thank you too. Yo. Thank you. And I just want to say um thank you to shout out to all of my friends, my followers, and everybody who continue to pray for us and support us. And it's it's never overlooked. We I, I truly from the bottom of my heart to the top of my head to the heel of my toe. Love you guys. Um, even my Facebook friends. Jasmine, thank you so much for having such an awesome talk show. Like, it takes a lot to be here. You know, we got to support you. Yes, man. Well, you know, I'm going to say this. The support has been so humbling. Oh, yeah. It's been so humbling. Oh, yeah. But to have somebody come from Orlando, <laughs> like, you done made it to the top. I'm being honest because you did. It's the fact of. Yeah. When you know you have nothing to give anyone right. for their time, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? No. For, their, for their truth. Oh, yeah. That, to me, is everything. everything. That, yeah. to me, that's everything. 
Thank you and for having us. So I appreciate. Thank you oh, guys for watching. Very Thank you for <laughs> we should have stopped like thirty minutes for go. Come on, and talk right? Like that's that. what I was saying. He can <laughs> have. Like he can have a, a good because um, the thing about Anson, he's very um, the mind. He's he's, he's like woke. Re- he's woke. He, he reads woke. a lot. He's the only one you are gonna see dancing, probably at a party, and, he, and he's reading <laughs> the whole time. He's reading like it's always I constantly. Do more of that. Yeah, I wanna, I I'm want to. I want to read more. I'm yeah. trying to. F- She's a better reader than me. She literally. I read fast. <laughs> she reads That's the thing. faster I read fast. than me. And I'm trying to get her to read more, um, because uh, we underestimate how powerful our minds are. Like sometimes our mind work against us because of what we know. Mm-hmm. You need to send me books. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you need a book club. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to be in the same city for a book right, club. Right. That's true. That's true. Honestly, we need to. Before we leave, I want him to say something about supporting men, supporting women. Just Go. that's emotionally, and men I know that's something that me. like. He has been. How can a man support a woman? Yes, because, oh, and what I mean cool. about, like, how can men support women? And I'm not talking about monetary. I'm talking about on the emotional side because we deal with, like, for example, women who just having babies, postpartum, depression. We go through a lot emotionally. Mm. And even with me going through much, like, I can say that my husband has carried me through a lot emotionally. And I feel like a lot of men, try, you know, I'm not saying a lot of men don't do that for their significant others, but it's more needed in and our you know community. What? It's coming us, us support, telling them, yeah. you do this, you do that. So right. yes, how can a man support Right, because you know they always doing the, yeah. oh, 50-50, do a man cook? Like a man has to uh, go out and work, and then the women got to take care of home. There's There'll be a week or two. My man, he he will he will wash, he will he will clean my underwear, he will do the extreme, he will do everything for me, um, because he can see how tired I am. I'm here, I'm there, I'm trying to take care of home. I have all these different things going on, and that's supporting me emotionally, and still sit me down and pray over me, and still do different things. So it's that kind of that, like that yeah, back to that, what pray he- over me, <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> pray. Okay, so yes. Um, I mean, there's certain things I don't want to touch on, especially like with the custom. We have the uh, tomorrow. We on another we're show. We're gonna talk about, about fertility. In, in, infertility. infertility. So I don't really want to yeah. touch on that. But yeah. I mean, I do <laughs> think. Well, you got, one second, post it so I can. Yeah. Yeah, I need to be on tomorrow. That. We on Doctor uh, Doctor Love show on Instagram, and we talking about um, PCOS, endometriosis, um, IVF. And IUI because we've been trying to have a baby for the last three three years and um, being able to um, go through that whole emotion of actually losing a child and then you know it's taboo in our community because we don't we don't talk about PCOS and it's affecting a lot of Black women at that um, endometriosis all of those different things and we actually was like okay well we're gonna do what God want us to do you know we went through the whole trial of IUI. And experimenting different things. Like, I have three different doctors, okay. one in New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for tomorrow. Uh, just like so y'all know, whenever you I can always ship to you. <laughs> <laughs> we got no, a lot of Asian food. Um, <laughs> in terms of, like, uh, just supporting um, the woman. Well, me, I was fortunate because I had both my parents. And so I got a lot of things from my dad, you know. 
in terms of like the man and how to work and stuff like that. But there's certain things like I got from my mom, like uh, when I'm, cause she always used to do this when I'm, she's like, okay, when you get your girlfriend or when you get your wife, you need to walk with her on this side street of the street wow. yeah you can ask her like yeah. i I'll, I'll switch sides switch because sides. i gotta be on the right side. correct side correct side of the street um <laughs> she she taught me how to wash clothes wash my whites with my whites forte i don't know how you scrub. say it. Yeah. you gotta scrub your whites first before you you know put them in the washing machine your gotta, mama want me to wash <laughs> yeah and i had to you know me and my brother every saturday we're ironing our uniforms and my parents' work uniform to go to work, um, how to cook. Saturday morning, we had, you know, our chores to do. So when I moved away, a lot of those things that I hated doing, <laughs> I I was self-sufficient. I didn't need anybody to show me how to cook or wash my clothes. or So when, boy, when guys and girls would come over my apartment, they'd be like, oh, you know how to cook? Yeah, I know how to cook, don't you? You don't know how to... So I thought it was something that was normal. When I was when I started seeing some of my, um, how you say, classmates or... Colleagues. Colleagues. There we go. Good job. Yes. My okay. colleagues. <laughs> um, that's when I realized everybody didn't get the same, I guess, training, you could say, mm-hmm. as me. Upbringing. Upbringing. There we go. Uh, you see? <laughs> got two points (laughs) upbringing is me and so um you know i started thinking to myself like whoever i married not to like make my head big or anything i was like man whoever i I married (laughs) y'all lucky because you know i may not i may not know how to like cook like the 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 hardest dish or anything but but i can hold my own like if you need some rice chicken or you need some legume and stuff i got you that's the black the legume is like the, uh, That's the, the vegetables rice and, beans. And, and meat and stuff like that. I want to learn how to Well, the vegetables with the, with the you. meat. <laughs> you know, I've, I've made bouillon. It's like a stew. Like I know that. Yeah. I, my best friend hates Yeah, so I do that. You know how to make No, I'm not. You see, that's advanced okay. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I said, I just told you I could hold my own. He could hold his own to a certain extent. To a certain extent. So, like, with her. First of all, I try to get her not to uh, overwork herself. She's, you know, she always gets into the habit. But even then, you know, within the society that we have, um, for whatever reason, we think that, you know, when you get married, the woman is the one that's going to be cooking and cleaning all the time. Uh, They're going to be the washing. They're going to be washing and stuff like that. Me, when I grew up, my dad would cook on Sundays. My mom cook on Wednesday. They, they would split that up. Whoa, and so no. that was already in my mind. Like, okay, she's going to need some help with cooking. She's going to need help cleaning. Parents were great. Mm-hmm. So, so that, because subconsciously, it was, I was already seeing it subconsciously. So for me, it was, only, it was only right. And I could see, like, nobody needed to tell me, hey, Vanessa needs you to help her clean the room. Or she needs you help, um, you know, cooking today. Nobody needs to tell me that. I could see that she's fatigued, right? So I would pitch in um, with that. And it's the what same thing if if I would need help, you know, with with pitching in with the bills. Because in society, again, the man is the one supposed to pay all the bills. But, you know, things happen. That may not um, always be the case. So it's a partnership. You know, I'm going to 
uh, do my best and, and help you in whatever area that you're weak in and vice versa. So it's a partnership and we're going to help each other grow. Right. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't see it in a sense of. It's a teamwork. Yeah, it's a teamwork. So, you know, emotionally, of course, I, I know what my strengths are. She knows what her strengths are as well. And we both know certain weaknesses that we have. And we try to, of course, we try to, you know, work on our weaknesses. But at the same time, we're helping each other out. We're helping each other grow. And uh, for whatever reason, we can't forget that we're still our own individual. Mm. Right? We're still our own person. A lot of people lose sight of that. Yeah, a lot of people lose sight of that. And where we go, how does that mess you up is because now you're trying to do things that normally you wouldn't do. And you kind of turn yourself into a robot and you don't feel free. You mm-hmm. kind of feel trapped mm-hmm. because you forget that you're your own self. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's a, a error that we that's can't that's that we can't make. Right. Right. Exactly. Single moms, we have to be aware of who we're bringing in. To it's very true. That figure because <laughs> it's very they true. See it. They do, because between the ages of seven, um, that's when the child he's observant. He doesn't know anything. He's just seeing. It's seven between ages and between a zero zero and seven. Oh, yeah. I'm about zero to seven. Zero to seven. He between the ages of zero to seven. Remember yeah. when? Remember when? Exactly. <laughs> yep, you're right. So for him, for him or her, you know that child doesn't know right or wrong. Right. So what whatever they know what you do. Mm-hmm. So they see you um, with this guy. And, you know, whatever that guy is doing, he's going to think it's right because mommy's with mommy or daddy is with this person. Yeah. Whoever you bring around them, Mm -hmm. whatever they do, whatever they watch, whatever they say, whatever they're listening to. Like, I remember when I first started teaching um, these sixth graders for at the public school and they sound like they're. 25, like they're grown. <laughs> they're talking. They dress like they're grown. They got these cell phones. I swear the same way. And I'm mm-hmm. at elementary And I'm school. like, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, am I in like a different world? These people, they're like 11, 12 years old. <laughs> My favorite line is, but who you talking to? No, right. for real. Who are you talking <laughs> to? Like, they get away with so yeah. much nowadays. And we can't, in us as, you know, grown folks, we can't put that on them because that's what they see. Mm-hmm. If that's like, I can tell just by, you know, a little girl or a little boy, what's going on at home by the way she speaks. She didn't just say it just to say it. She probably got it from mom or dad or for, from something that she heard or she watched. Right. And that's why I go back to the subconscious mind because the reason why your subconscious mind is so powerful is because in actuality, it's dumb. It's, it's a mind that where your habits grow. Why you know when I don't have a show. I'm you don't done. Have a show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Why we don't have? Because I mean, he, whoa, like you are. No, whoa. he's whoa. Yeah, I be telling him he's my mentor. Like when I be needing advice, I be like, "Look, this is what I'm going Why through, right?" Do it? Okay, okay, give I me advice. Like social, I don't, like, don't social like social media. media, but you don't have to be on. <laughs> you yeah, don't like I social don't, media. I don't have to be on. I mean, and I like to be like reading in my own thing. You know, yeah, you I like want to do my own thing. Black men, we don't get this, so 
Right. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm being grown, and not necessarily saying him, but right. someone to speak on their feelings, someone to say, hey, we can grow in this area. Someone to do those things. Yeah. Black men don't get that. Yeah, they you don't. Know? And not saying that, hey, you're a bad black man, but right. hey, brother, let me help. Let me help you pull you up. Let me help pull let me you help up. encourage you and you push you up. you might not even know what you're doing is wrong, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're doing a great job, but let me show you a better way. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, I wish I wish we were, we were more like that. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> you gotta be you gotta you gotta start somewhere and that's why i was telling like when it comes down to forgiveness because i was able to have be in a room where my former lover and my the, the man of my dreams in the same space and feel like nothing like that's you know i'm peace. good that's i'm at peace like whoo and he mm-hmm. saw that he knows everything i've been through i didn't hide anything from him but, yeah i mean uh, for for me when i when i met him uh, if I if I see him, it it doesn't really mean anything to me because I didn't know him, mm-hmm. but it means a lot for me because of her, mm-hmm. right? Because now I'm like, okay, she's okay. Mm-hmm. Like if he comes around, like she'll be comfortable in her own skin to right. be herself, right? Mm-hmm. So that makes me feel good. But for me personally, like if if I saw him, like there's no. No love lost, like they say, because I didn't, right. I don't know him, right? And, so like, and like, then we have to also understand: just because people hurt us doesn't mean they aren't good, good people. people, right? right. That's what I was right. trying to explain. Right. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it just doesn't work out. Right. Yeah, it's it true. doesn't work out, and then or they have, for example, they don't have that. They're not going to go to their homeboys and tell them how they feel. I have watched this 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 very person go through a lot of emotion. And not have that support system to actually express themselves. So, and and like I said, if he was he, if he the things that this man instilled in me that he's a hustler, he's he's a good man. It just how they say, I don't hate you. I hate the way you did certain things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He's you know he's very, and that's why I said God is gonna bless him. And he's going to soar because sometimes it takes a lot for you to go through things to start back at the bottom and reach back at the top. And I'm so happy for him. And I'm so happy for what we have and to be able to be in the same space to share that space. And I, and I commend, I commend my wife for even um, mentioning his work ethic because she has mentioned that to me about him. Like he was the one to show her like, Hey, you need to hustle, you know? She would mention that mm-hmm. to it early in our relationship. So for her to even bring up the fact that, you know, she had to forgive him for what he did, but at the same time still give him, you know, his credit. credit. Do. Exactly what she Probably. said. You know, just because credit. things didn't work out doesn't mean that person was a bad person. person. Right. That person still has, you know, some good qualities yeah. uh, to them. We just have to, you know, learn from our mistakes and then keep moving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching let's talk with jasmine make sure you guys are supporting this awesome beautiful intelligent young lady like she's throwing her thing oh i mean it's (laughs) cool
All right, my name is Vanessa. Don't forget, you can follow me on all social media platforms. You can follow Ann Slender Just on all social media platforms as well. Um, reach in any questions. You guys can, we're, we're a free book. Like, you can inbox us anything. We just will answer it and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, thank you, Jasmine, so much for having us all the way from Orlando. I'm just, I can't believe This was a really good conversation. It was I, I enjoyed myself. I did. It was great I because did. when... When, when she you said, no, I, leave me. I was coming. <laughs> I was like, when Jasmine asked, what are we going to talk about? Because there's just so much to talk about. We was like, forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. I said, that's that really forgiveness. Um, thank you guys for watching. You know, um, my daddy called me like 100 times. Yeah, because you've been telling him that you were coming. <laughs> thank you so thank much. You he probably thinks something happened. No, he didn't. No, okay, he don't. Okay. You know, he Thank probably. You I hope I not. So appreciate. Thank welcome. you so much. And um, we're gonna have to do it again. Maybe next year. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty twenty one. We're gonna make that drive again. And this time, I'm gonna be on time. See, we're gonna leave earlier than the time. <laughs> it does. That road be you crazy. Came. I came. That's you, it. You, <laughs> and we, it was I'll an awesome conversation. Right I'll, I'll it was. Thank you for coming. Bye, Rodney. Right well, Thank you.